In this episode, I help you strategically learn to use your HUD one stat at a time. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. And if it's your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for checking me out. Hopefully one of your friends turned you on to the show, or maybe you found it through like an iTunes search algorithm thing. Whatever it was, thanks for joining me. And if you've been here before, thanks for stopping back in. If you end up enjoying this episode, and if you learn something from it that you can take to the felt or to your study sessions, please share it with a friend. All you have to do is send them to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash learn your HUD. And you are definitely going to want to visit this page as well, because not only uh, is the podcast there with basically a transcription of the entire episode, but also a lovely video, actually a couple videos on that page to help you build a HUD and then learn your HUD as well. Speaking of the HUD, let's get to it, right? So, In episode 291, two weeks ago, I gave you a very simple 10-element HUD that I called the KISS HUD. Keep it simple, stupid! K-I-S-S HUD. Now, the goal of the HUD is to give you only the most useful stats to avoid overwhelm as you work to build your HUD skills. So, in today's episode, I'm going to go one step further and help you learn the KISS HUD, or any HUD, one statistic at a time. Let's get to it. Gambate! This is damn exciting stuff. So if you think about your HUD usage up to this point, maybe it's not where you want it to be, right? Maybe you're the kind of player that you occasionally look at it to make some decisions or try to gain a little bit of information. But maybe more often than not, you probably just don't use it at all, right? It's kind of a tool in your online poker toolbox, but it's maybe being wasted because you don't know how to use it effectively. So I'm going to give you some simple steps right here. Six six steps total. Might sound like a lot, but really a a few of them are super quick and simple steps, right? These steps are going to train you to use your HUD one stat at a time. If you follow these steps, I guarantee you'll be a master of any HUD, uh, maybe in just two weeks or so, right? And you're going to avoid so much overwhelm and confusion and heartache along the way as well. So here's super simple step number one. Choose one stat to focus on today. So I know that you use a HUD because you want to exploit your opponents. So maybe today you want to use your call preflop two bet stat and then the three bet stat and then the flop C bet stat as well. You want to use those, you know, throughout every hand where you face a three bet maybe. But if you're new to HUD usage, you just can't do this. That's too much information, too many numbers running through your head, too difficult thinking about the ranges and what each uh, what each percentage means, right? What you have to do is take a one-until-done approach. So every day over the next two weeks, and this will be part of the uh, challenge later on, but you're going to focus on one statistic during your study session, during your hand-reading exercises, and during your play session each day. Now, this intense focus on one stat is going to help you ingrain its use into your skill set better than trying to use multiple stats each and every day. So for the rest of this podcast, we're going to go with the idea that today you are focused on learning and using preflop 3-bet. So here's super simple step number two. Learn the definition and the formula. So for all you Poker Tracker 4 users, this is really simple, right? At the top of the Poker Tracker 4 window, you're going to see a menu option called Configure. Click on that, then select Statistics. Now, once you do, another window is going to pop up, and that window is going to contain every single stat listed within Poker Tracker 4. 
And then for each stat, it gives you the definition and the formula. So you could go through and scroll down through the stats and, and try to find 3-bet preflop. Or a very simple way, there's a little search box. Just type in one word from the stat. So just type in 3-bet. If you actually have Poker Tracker 4 open, do it right now. You're going to see that the fourth stat listed, that one's called 3-bet preflop. When you click on the stat, uh, you're going to be able to read the definition on the right. The definition for 3-bet preflop is percentage of the time that a player 3-bet preflop given that he had a chance to do so. So this description, that's going to be the very first and very important thing that you need to learn to help you understand this statistic. And of course, I highly recommend write it down in your poker journal right now so that you can reference uh, the the definition later on during your pre-session warm-up and during the session to, to refresh you on it, right? Now, directly below the definition is the formula, um, and kind of like the definition helps you understand what the stat's telling you, the formula does the exact same thing. For 3-bet preflop, the formula is the number of 3-bets preflop that are made divided by the number of times the player could 3-bet preflop. So if somebody's 3-bet is only like 1% out of 100, that means they've only 3-bet once in 100 times. And that's quite a tight three better, wouldn't you say? Super simple step number three. Do a Google or YouTube search on the statistic. As you can see from that prior step, the definition of the formula, they help you understand what the stat means, but they don't tell you how to interpret or how to use the stat to make positive EV exploitive decisions or exploitative. I never know what the best word is, exploitative decisions. In order to do that, you would need to run a Google or a YouTube search to find some content to study. So any statistical search is going to yield tons of articles and videos. 3-bet, C-bet, aggression factor, aggression frequency, VPIP, PFR, all of them, right? Type in 3-bet, or 3-bet preflop, maybe to be more exact. Find one out of everything listed right there. Uh, maybe choose one from your favorite content creator, like Smart Poker Study, maybe. Now, whatever video or article that you choose, hopefully it tells you like high and low percentages for the stat and how you can exploit either high or low numbers, right? Make sure to take notes in your poker journal as you read the article or watch the video so that you, you can refer to those notes during your warm-up and then, of course, during the session to refresh yourself and, and to remind yourself of all the different exploits you can use based on the stat percentage you see. Now, super simple step number four, consider high versus low percentages. One of the things I like to teach my students is exploit at the extremes. The closer a stat is to zero or 100%, the easier it is to exploit. Let's think about three bet preflop. If somebody three bets at less than 1%, you know they probably only do it with aces and kings. And that's pretty easy to fold most hands against that player, right? You can make an exploitative fold, as they say. Conversely, if somebody 3-bets 22%, you know they 3-bet bluff a ton, so their range is probably full of like weaker pairs, 6s, 7s, 8s, that kind of stuff. Broadways like king-queen and ace-10 suited, maybe uh, other suited aces, of course, other random crap that they just like to 3-bet bluff with because they think you're folding. Now, against this 22% 3-better, you have way more opportunities to profitably call, maybe, or 4-bet as well. 
So for whichever stat you're focused on each day, try to come up with percentages that you think are low, middle, and high. Maybe the content that you studied told you what low, middle, and high is, right? But sometimes they might just give you ways to exploit the stat. So you need to kind of extrapolate, come up with your own uh, stat ranges for low, middle, and high. And just to help you out, right, uh, in the next podcast episode, I'm going to give you what I think are low, middle, and high percentages for each of the stats in the KISS HUD. But for now, just, you know, put some critical thought, right? Noodle on it for yourself. Think about what each percentage could possibly represent and what you think would be too high, too low, or kind of like just right in the middle, you know? And by just right, that would basically mean a range of percentages that are hard to read and hard to exploit. After the break, I'll hit you with the final two steps to learning your HUD, one stat at a time. Oh man, we have some crazy awesome podcast supporters today. For me to shout out, Rake Brunn and Woody Adams both purchased Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. Um, of course, you know, we're talking about stats today. I absolutely love Poker Tracker 4. The HUD is perfect. Like the default HUD is really helpful. My smart HUD, of course, is even more helpful. And that's why I sent Rake and Woody um, uh, my smart HUD in thanks for their support. Because when they purchased, they went through smartpokerstudy.com slash poker tracker 4. By doing so, they supported the show. I got a little kickback at no additional charge to them, right? So I sent them my smart HUD for free. So thanks, Rake and Woody. And speaking of the smart HUD, Michael Moreau, Angelica Cogliano, Jerry Bedford, and Heiner Elser all had Poker Tracker 4 already. They were just missing the best HUD in the business, the smart HUD. So they went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. They made that direct purchase right there. And by doing so, they actually got a bonus 90-minute webinar teaching them exactly how to use the smart HUD. So thank you very much again, Michael, Angelica, Jerry, and Heiner. And lastly, I got to thank Murray T. and Jonathan Brody for picking up Getting the Most from Poker Tracker 4. This is a webinar that I put on last year, 2019. And I am telling you, I told you all that you need to know to use Poker Tracker 4 uh, for maximal study effectiveness and maximal HUD usage on the felt effectiveness as well. If you want to get the HUD for yourself, just visit today's show's show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash learn your HUD. All right, let's get back to the final two steps. Step number five, make the statistic more useful and noticeable. So in the show notes page for today, you're going to find a little companion video there. In that video, I show you how to make your focused statistic a little bit more visible. Now, that basically boils down to making sure that it is in your HUD in the first place, right? Maybe enlarging the font or changing the background color to make it more noticeable. But you might be saying, Sky, how can you make a stat more useful, right? Well, let's say, like for the example in this podcast, you're focused on preflop 3-bet tonight. So your HUD probably has 3-bet as a total, like 6%, 9%, 2%, whatever that might be. But the 3-bet stat it's way more helpful when you look at it by position. So I recommend placing the 3-bet preflop stat in your HUD. Place it in six more times. You already have it in there as a total. But make one brand new row at the bottom of your HUD once for each position. So you're going to have uh, six more 3-bet stats in. The first would be in the MP. Oh, I'm sorry. The first would be the EP. Then the MP, the cutoff, the button, the small blind, and the big blind. 
The reason for having it by position is that players often three bet differently based on their position. Uh, there are some players, they love three betting from the cutoff and the button because those are the best position. But maybe they only three bet for value from the blind. So their cutoff and button might be like 9%. In the blinds, it might be 3%. Now, there are other players who love three bet bluffing from the small blind. So their small blind could be 10%. But in the big blind, well, maybe they like calling there. So it's only 2%. When you look at it by position like that, it gives you more useful information guaranteed. You're going to love putting it in your HUD by position. Um, Of course, you might already have a pop-up that has it by position, but if you're truly focused on utilizing that three-bet stat for every single opportunity, put it in the HUD, at least as a temporary thing. You can add stats to the HUD by position or even street by street, right? You could put flop, turn, and river stats. You can even do relative position. So you can have, uh, for example, C-bet. You can have that in position versus out of position. Or fold to 3-bet. You can put that in in or by in position and by out of position as well. All right, the final step, number six. All the other ones were really simple and pretty darn quick. This one's the tough one, right? This one's called experiment with the statistic. Now, this step takes place during your play session. Uh, Up to this point, steps one through five, you've studied, you've learned all you can about the stat, you made it more visible in your HUD, maybe more useful in your HUD. Now, it's time to experiment with it. So your goal, every time a player makes a play related to the stat, look at the related percentage, Try to make a read on their range of hands based on that percentage and devise a way to exploit your read. So in today's example, right, we're focused on three bet. Well, as you play your session, you're going to want to look at every three better stat, then try to put them on a range based on the three bet percentage it shows. So maybe you open raise from the cutoff and the button three bet you. Their three bet on the button's only 2%. Well, ask yourself, what hands makes up or what hands make up a 2% 3-bet? Maybe it's only, I don't know, aces, kings, and queens, and ace-king suited, potentially. Then you want to ask yourself, well, how should I respond based on how my hand stacks up against this range? Let's think about a different player. Same situation, you raising the cutoff, the button 3-bet you. What if their stat is 12% on the button? Well, that's way higher, right? So you're probably going to respond differently versus them than the 2% 3-better. So you look at that stat percentage, see what it is, 2%, 7%, 12%. Then you try to gain some information from it. And you can do this regardless of your involvement. So let's say you just, you fold under the gun. It gets folded around, the small blind opens, and then the big blind player three bets. Oh, they have a three bet at 7%. What does that range mean? What would you do if you were the small blind against this three better? What would you do if you had pocket aces? What if you had ace 10 suited or pocket fours? Now, when you're constantly looking at 3-bet percentages, making a read on them, hopefully some of these 3-betting hands end up going to showdown so that you can verify your reads. Now, if you do this for an entire session, I guarantee some of them will get to showdown. But this repeated practice over and over of looking at a stat, making a read, deciding how you would respond, that's all going to train you to using 3-bet or using your HUD as a tool, and especially the 3-bet stat percentages we're talking about today. Now, another thing you can do is always plan ahead to the future. So you want to know the three bet percentages by position of the players remaining in the hand. So let's say you're in the cutoff and you look down at ace nine suited. You're thinking about raising. You know that this is like a standard 
hand that you raise with, you raise with it all the time. But before you do it, you're training yourself to look at three bet percentages, right? Take the time, let the timer count down if you need, but take the time to look at the three bet percentage by position for all of the remaining players, the button, the small blind and your, and the big blind. And then ask yourself if they are likely to three bet bluff you. And of course, you know, you're planning for the future. Devise a plan if you face a three bet. What if you face a three bet from the 1% three better? What about the 8% three better? What about the 3% three better, right? You want to do all of this before you pull the trigger on your cutoff open raise. I guarantee that if you look at a stat, make a read, and devise an exploit each time you see that three bet, you're going to become a three bet HUD master and just a HUD master in general in no time. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Starting today and every day for the next two weeks, maybe three, maybe even four weeks, however long is necessary, select one stat to focus on every single day. Follow the six steps here to learn and experiment with the stat. And repeat it for as many days as necessary, right? You don't feel comfortable after day one, day two, or day three with three bit? Go to day four. Go to day five. Do it until you feel good. It's one until done. Remember that. Now it's your turn to take action and shabba-dabba-do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. Alrighty, your learning is not complete until you visit smartpokerstudy.com slash learn your HUD. And of course, send your friends there, right? There's a full transcript for today's episode, a couple of videos for you to check out, everything that you need to begin learning to use your HUD. And if you're down with taking action to improve your skills and your poker bankroll, you must become a member of thepokerforge.com. This is my one-of-a-kind poker training membership site. Nobody does what I do. Every single strategy, every demonstration, every quiz ends up giving you great strategies to play and practice with, as well as ways to study off the felt. And I give you loads of action steps to force you into taking action. So if you're serious about improving your poker skills, go to thepokerforge.com today. My other podcast called Daily Poker Tips is available wherever you listen to podcasts. To subscribe, just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash dailypokertips to get a 30-second tip every day. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player you want to be.